It's Friday. I'm Jonathan. I'm Emily. And it's time to get into other things we can do with food and board games. Right, so uh, you have to grow food in the first place, right? You have to cultivate it. Yes. We've already talked about Agricola and the, 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 the grim hell that subsistence farmers have to deal with. But there are other grim hells that you can deal with as like, well. you have to actually farm. It's true. Farming is a thing. And uh, if you're willing to go deep into these heavy-duty European-style strategy games... Um, There's a lot of farms. Well, not only that, but uh, you can even go farther than that. Have you ever heard of these, these games called Vinhos or Viticulture? No. Are those about wine? They're both about wine. Uh, and strange enough, they both great. came out right around the same time by two different designers, both very heavy European-style games, uh, and both of which are meant to simulate running a vineyard. So you have to grow, you have to plant the grapes, you have to grow the grapes, you have to, uh, you have to harvest them, you have to... Mash them in your, them. your bare feet in a bathtub? You, mm, I'm not sure if that's in one of those, but uh, you definitely do you have to age them though and mm-hmm. uh, you've got and you have to market them you have to sell the stuff once it's actually been aged uh, there's upgrading your fields and your casks and your marketing and your all these things there, there's a ton of stuff involved in these so if you want to go deep on one of the deepest forms of food appreciation there is I mean obviously wine is for super sophisticated types way more so than myself <laughs> um, I kind of get the sense that for people who appreciate wine on that kind of a level who want to go that deep and be that sophisticated with this stuff. Vinhos or Viticulture, probably Viticulture being the main one, it's the most, uh, I believe it's the most complex and heaviest of the two, uh, is probably a good place to go. Mm-hmm. And what, what sounds interesting about it, like me having never heard about it before today, is that it really deals with every single element of food, like production and consumption, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like you get a lot of games either like about food or with like elements of food that deal with like parts of it like you know you grow stuff or you eat stuff or you sell stuff but this goes from like yeah like planting your grapes and growing them and watering them and fertilizing them and like smushing them maybe not in a bathtub maybe not (laughs) with your bare feet feet. let's hope not Uh, and then making wine and then letting it age and then selling it marketing it so it really is the full sort of like food culture experience as it were and uh, I think would have a, a stronger appeal because of that to people who are just into the subject mm-hmm. and want to play a game about it. Uh, whereas you get something like Bonanza or Scoville um, about growing beans or growing peppers, they're kind of at heart a negotiation game and a Euro points optimization game where they're very specifically focused on mm-hmm. those things. My favorite thing about Scoville uh, talking, you know, us talking about, like, food puns uh, is the amount of hot pepper puns in this game. Oh, my <laughs> God. You, you, so you grow your peppers, and then you make chili with them, and they've got names like Born to be Mild, and The Spice Must Flow. <sighs> it's so good. The Flux Capsaicinator. This is my, like, sixth time trying to pronounce that word properly. What's a, what's a capsaicinator? Yeah, so capsaicin is the uh, the thing in hot peppers that make them hot. Oh, okay. So something like a, like a green bell pepper would have little, and something like a ghost pepper would have so these are, like, cool shout-outs to fans of this subject. Yeah, so um, people that, you know, buy board games on Kickstarter, which is where Scoville started <laughs> up, and people that like spicy foods. All right, what else? Uh, well, once you've grown your stuff, you know, your beans, your hot peppers, your sheep, and your wine grapes, uh, you have to do something with them, right? You have to cook them. Okay. And there are games about cooking. 
Let's see. There was uh, a la carte. Which is, I think, like the game about cooking. This is a game that's got little tiny metal frying pans and like <laughs> little like shakers with, quote, salt, quote, pepper and stuff in them that you have to like shake into this pan. You've got little like crepe tiles you have to flip with your pan. It's... It's got, each place got their own little stove with a heat gauge on it. Yeah, you have to like, make sure not to burn their food. And like little spatulas. It's the the components in a la carte are so adorable. So adorable. And yet, I actually find that game surprisingly difficult to teach. Is it not that people are just distracted with the tiny frying pan? That's probably it. I mean, the tiny frying pans are awesome, and just you can sort of just play with the pieces and do fine. Um, but the challenge of actually, you, you look at this game and it, it, it has the presentation of a kid's game, a really awesome kid's mm-hmm. game with really awesome bits. Yeah. But the teach is actually more in line with the game for grown-ups, And it can be a challenge because especially considering that people's expectations when they mm-hmm. see something like that, they're expecting something simple like snakes and ladders. Mm-hmm. What you're doing in a la carte is you are sort of like getting these like recipe tiles and then you're trying to make the recipe basically mm-hmm. but there's a whole bunch of like elements that go into it which is I think why it gets complicated for some people sure. I mean you've got to deal with like you know time and then like the heat in your stove and then like seasoning it properly but not over seasoning it it's quite subtle it is there's a lot going on a lot to manage um, if you're if you're going to try and put things together, if you're going to assemble food and you need something easy, then probably Lord of the Fries More by James puns. Ernest is the better choice. To, yeah. More food pies. So Lord of the Fries takes place in a restaurant called Friday's, which is the same location as an earlier game called Give Me the Brain. And zombies are working at this. Yeah, I know. This is it was it actually came out long before zombies were overexposed. But it's not school children on no, a deserted island. No, it's totally zombies working in a fast food chain. But uh, they, there's they have only one brain to pass between them. But fortunately, even the living dead can assemble combo meals. Mm. And uh, so yeah, you've got orders coming in, so you have to get. You, know, you have to put together the uh, you know the, the the bun with a burger with the cheese with the fries and get them ready to go out, and it's not actually going to work that well most of the time of because not. stuff being dropped on the floor. The stuff is already gross to begin with. The illustrations in this are just vile. Um, well, zombies, right? They're not yeah, supposed to be like shiny I'm, and clean. I'm pretty sure this restaurant is not up to health code. That yeah, that would most likely me. Uh, considering that the staff are all dead. But uh, still, you know. their hand washing habits are probably. <laughs> Horrible. Well, the thing is, even if they do wash their hands, they've still got rotting flesh for hands to begin with. That's just, I mean, you're not really so much get room a, for contamination. There just is, and uh, so that that's that's not the most you know, friendly sort of environment for that. Well, okay, other stuff. Let's get something a little more wholesome. You can do with food. You can fight. You can throw it at people. You can get very, very literal with this and play a game called Pie Face, which is like <laughs> this. It's got like two versions of it. There's there's Pie Face and there's Pie Face Duel, which I think is the more gamey one of it, in which you have brought these two little like, like, like slots to put your head in. Think like, you know, when you go to like theme parks and they have like... Right, like a picture frame. Yeah, like a picture frame with a head cut out and you put your little head cut out in there and then your friend next to you puts the little head cut out in there. Uh, in front of you, you each have like a little lever that you have to whack with your hand because otherwise, directly in front of you, you've got like what looks like a spatula and it's fully loaded with whipped cream that you provide yourself naturally. And the idea is you need to like whack your lever fastest and strongest because that moves the spatula to the other side uh, and then whoever hits the other there's the, the, like whoever's side gets hit first gets the spatula full of whipped cream right in the face <laughs> 
You know, I was actually thinking about games like Food Fight or Bad Beats that involve either food fighting other food or no, lit- kids in the cafeteria playing cards. You know, your typical take that card game, playing cards to throw food at the other kids. But yeah, Pie Face kind of takes it to the next level. This like is the, real literal. It's the only game we've come up with so far in this show that has involved the use of actual food in the game. It doesn't provide it itself, but yeah. You have to use it to, uh, use in order for it to properly do its thing. Wow. I remember when it came out, like right before last Christmas, I think. And like people would come in and oh, do you guys have Pie Face to play? Like, no. Are you kidding? <laughs> that is a lawsuit waiting to happen. Also, There's like, no why way is that? We can also, like, that. why is that something you want to do in public? You know, like, <laughs> like then what? Okay, so you we, we have Pie Face. You play Pie Face. You get a face full of whipped cream. People are okay with then playing Quelf in public. Quelf won't like wash your makeup off. I suppose right? not. Like, it it will know. involve personal humiliation of other kinds, but it's not actually going yeah. to get whipped cream in your face. Yeah, I mean, like imagine right playing there. pie face with like a full face of makeup on, and then having like, what are you gonna, what are you going to do? Are you just going to like sit in the bathroom and spend twenty five minutes putting it back on when you lose? Know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Okay, what else can we do with food? We can split food. It's like, okay, it's, uh, here's, here's a cake. We're going to do the Solomon draft. We talked about drafting before, but not the Solomon draft. Solomon draft is I cut, you choose. So I'm going to divide it up into three piles, and then you guys are each going to pick one, and I'm going to take the pile that's left. And you can do that with pizza in New York Slice, or you can do it with uh, cake in Piece O' Cake. Basically the same game. It's just you're trying to collect different particular types of goodies on mm. your pizza slices. Depends, I guess, whether or not you've got a sweet tooth or not. I suppose. All right, that'll do it for this week's Snakescast. Well, we hope that you've enjoyed this introduction to ways to include food in your games. Of course, probably the best way to enjoy food is just to have it there beside your uh, beside your game. Snacks. We love snacks. I love snacks. Snacks with no greasy fingers is what I've learned. There's, no Cheetos. It's true. Oh, my God. Cheetos in games, don't do Ugh, it. Orange do powder. Do not do everywhere. it. If you want to get in touch, you can by sending us an email at podcast at snakesandlattes.com. That's if you just want to let us know what you thought of an episode or if you've got some ideas for other stuff you want to talk about. The Snakescast is produced by Dax Audio and music is provided by Ben Sound. Tune in next week when we are going to roll out the bones and talk about the beauty, the glory that is dice. Too many dice puns. The opinions expressed on the Snakes cast are those of the presenters and guests and nobody else's. And my opinion is that that was too many dice puns, Jonathan. What? Too many. That was one dice pun. I rolled a one. That's just how I roll. See you next week. (laughs) 